Yo, 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 what's going on? It's In Your Feelings Podcast with Sean DJ and Teddy B. <laughs> what's happening, bro? Shit, chilling, man. You know, in the middle of nowhere, New Mexico. <laughs> hey, least, well, you can't even show up with your son like that because we got son over here too, right? I seen. I yeah, seen. Yeah, man. We cook it out every day, you know. You know, about to pass out. I know y'all not used to this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> can't handle it here already. <laughs> I, I already wishing it was uh, it was with us. <laughs> Hey, hey, be careful what you wish for. You know, hey, you know it's not gonna last long. Hey, man. <laughs> While we on that sun though, it's nah, it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. Shorts, shorts are out, and you know what that means. Shorts are out. The lows are out too. You know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a, it's a big year for lows this year, isn't it? It I'm is. Talk, I'm talking it shoes is. now. Right? Yeah, yeah. I feel you. I know they they might not know that though. Lows. What the hell is he talking about? Lows. <laughs> Google it, bitch. <laughs> well, since you're bringing up shoes, we might as well just get into it. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, for those of you who haven't been around for a while, or, or the last episode, yeah, we uh, for a while we haven't been around for a while. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Uh, for those of you who didn't listen to the last episode and you, you know, trying to just trying to catch up from the stuff, we uh, uh, introduced a new segment um, called "What's on Your Feet." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was the official name. Nah, it's not the official name. That's not the official name. That's the placeholder. <laughs> That's the <a>, yeah. <laughs> Cop or drop? Nah, uh, nah. Uh, it's uh, basically about sneakers. We're talking new releases and just discussing what's coming up and whether we think it's a cop. Uh, you know, we're just, just skipping it. Yeah. So you know, family man over family man over here is uh, skipping most of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? I'm not gonna lie. I'm skipping most of them too. But let's just get into it. Let's go. Let's go. So. Uh, for those who want to follow uh, us on what we're talking about, we're using the Soul Collector uh, release calendar. Yes. yes. And uh, just for the UK audience, the these dates that we give you may be slightly different to the UK dates because uh, um, some of them don't actually align. Correlate, yeah. Yeah, yeah but you know. Uh, you can check the soul, soul, soul supplier for that shoe if you're really interested in it. Yes. Uh, so yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you talk about the first shoe, sir. What, okay. What so we are starting off with April sixth, twenty sixth. Excuse me. Mm. Uh, with Donald Glover times Adidas, he has three shoes coming out: the Continental eighty, the Niza, and the Lacombe. Bing. Now, I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing these wrong, but yeah, you get what I. You, I think it's Nita. Isn't it Nita? Lacombe. Lacombe. And uh, Continental 80. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all three of these are the same color. They're all off white and gray. Um, it's a really nice summer shoe, and I get. I, I get the distressed um, the distressed look, look. 
on all three of them, but at the same time, like, it's an easy pass for me on all three. What, what are you saying? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very affordable, uh, though. Very affordable. Well, very affordable. Uh, I saw them, but nothing. I saw the Donald Glover collab, and I was like, nothing really screams out to me to say, you know, buy me. I, I get it. It's it's whatever. Maybe it's in it's in line with the release of Guava, you know, with the Coachella yeah. shit that they were doing. Yeah. But but uh, is that that's that's not the name? I think so. That his little short movie, yeah, on Amazon Prime, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, it's all right. I mean, he's just uh, taking what's that? One of them is a uh, Stan Smith. It's a. It's not a Stan Smith. It's kind of like a Stan Smith. It looks like a Stan. The Lacombe. Yeah, the Lacombe. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, good, good. Um, Summer shoes. Uh, they yes. resemble Donald Glover. If Donald Glover was, yeah, shoe, I, I think he would wear something like this. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. They sure. did have a special release for uh, Coachella. Yeah, where if you he was airdropping them, and if you got the airdrop and you accepted it, you can go to the Adidas, whatever, and just oh, no pick way. up a pair. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was really cool. Oh, that's, he did that's it. all right then. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. I think they only dropped the the Continental. I think I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure how I really feel about it. Uh, I don't think I'd wear it myself. It's mm-hmm. a skip for me. I can see Donald wearing it shirtless. You know. <laughs> 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 Doing his thing on stage. This, this like, is America. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> do you, do you, man? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, now, nah, good, good on him for the collab. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people jump in to do a collab with uh, Adidas now, aren't they? Yeah, we we got to talk about it, Beyonce too. Yeah, because yeah. uh, she, well, she she's teaming up with Adidas, but there's no shoe out yet, is there? No, not yet. Uh, we'll talk about it later later on in the in the podcast. We'll tie yeah. it in with the the Beyonce segment. Yes. Um, fast forwarding to the twenty seventh, we have three heavy hitters. We have the Nike Airfare God Raid, the Nike Airfare God Moccasin. That's Fear of God, by the way, for those who think he's talking too fast. It's Fear. <laughs> fear <laughs> of God. What does it sound like I'm saying? Fear of God. Fear of God. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we have the Adidas Yeezy Boost 700 analog. analog. Now, I'm going to start off with the Fear God collection. Yeah. Yes, sir. I do like the raid. I really like the raid the most. It's still not a cop for me. See, I think even when I first saw the the previous fear god that came out earlier in the year, mm-hmm. I thought they're um, <laughs> they're for display. Oh, okay. So not to wear, but for display. Well, if if I was to buy that kind of shoe, I don't know if I'd wear it. This. It's too futuristic for me, and I'm mm-hmm. like, nah, stuff for me. I, I'd find a nice white room, just mm. put a, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just have it on a pedestal. Yeah, if you put one or two pedestals, make it look like a like a shoe gallery type. Of thing. You know, the shoe of the future. That yeah. with the um, what's that? The adapt. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Just do the fear god and the adapts, and that's it. Because I'm like, 
I, I can't really see myself wearing these. Rocking them. I, I like laces. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for me, so you're talking about the Fear God one, the high top? Yeah, yeah, okay. I, that's the one I was talking about. But with these, mm-hmm. if I was to pick between the two, I'd probably go for the uh, the marks actually really yeah you're the first person I've actually talked to that said they would do the moccasin before they would do the rave yeah I think I'll go for the mo- the moccasin is looks cleaner though right because it's just got one strap whereas the other one is too too much stuff going on there mm. okay right. but I, I I like the big I like the big Nike tick on the uh, on the rave though see I, that's what pulls me in. I really like to me the moccasin has too much dead space on the side. Okay, I get it. There's yeah. nothing to feel. It's just gray. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But that that on the raid you have that Nike check. Now, since we never talked about the Fear God one, which is the high top, mm. my personal opinion on those, they I like them. I didn't like them enough to go for them. And it's just, it's kind of similar to you, where it's just kind of too futuristic for me. It's like, yeah, man, it's it's a high top and it's super high. <laughs> and just like thinking about trying to wrap my head around how to like rock them. Yeah, that's it. That's you it. You know, the more yeah. I look at them, though, the more I look at them, the more I'm like, I kind of want them. Yeah, I but I, th- I feel like it's it's that you you wear them with one outfit yes and then <laughs> and then that's it right that's it. yeah and then yeah. you come back to them later on and you're like oh why did i, why did I actually buy these for yeah it's a very fashion forward shoe i yeah. think the whole fear of god collection is like very fashion forward so yeah yeah, yeah. Nah, i feel you for that i feel you um Get, getting to the last shoe the adidas easy boost 700 analog what, what's your thoughts so the Easy Boost 700s for me are a bit tricky mm-hmm. because they're a dad shoe, aren't they? Yes, <laughs> like, very much so. They're <laughs> full on dad shoe, and I've only seen a few people pull it off really well because mm-hmm. I don't think it looks good on a on someone who wears like a anything bigger than a seven and up, yeah, I, th- I think it looks cute. Mm-hmm. It looks <laughs> cute <laughs> as, a, as a small shoe. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't really think it suits like a size eleven wearing motherfucker just rocking that because then it's too. Yeah, I like I like it though. It's clean. Mm-hmm. It's clean. It's not my best colorway for the seven hundreds. But uh, yeah, it's clean. Uh, I can't fault it. It will. Me, it will do well. For me personally, I'm not a huge fan of this um, colorway. I think the best 700 was the Wave Runner. Uh, ever so. since, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think the analog is just too boring. Like it's just it's so similar to the Salt Pair. Okay, my my best colorway on the seven hundreds is the is the Anesia. Okay, the, yeah, the, okay. The, the light blues. 
Yeah, you like those. See, I yeah, didn't I like, like those. those. I did I, not like those at all. I actually like those. <laughs> I think maybe because I saw someone wearing them out. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. I can see those working. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, you continue. It. You continue. You said they're too similar to the salt pair? They're too similar to the salt pair for me. Um... At first, I was on board with this colorway. If this colorway released right after the Wave Runner pair, yeah, I would be on board. But I'm kind of bored of all the one-tone colorways of yes. the 700. I got you. Because you can do so much with this shoe. Like, yeah. it, it was proven on the, the Wave Runner pair. But, and then just to constantly pay 300 dollars or what, <laughs> 200? How, mu- how much is it? 200 and... To 250 pounds 250 pounds you know like for a similar colorway like I just I can't get jiggy with it nah I get it I get it it's, it's just too plain it's like what's the yeah. point yeah you know uh, but yeah I, I, I mean I guess the colorway is for the summer you know, it's a spring yeah. summer collection. Definitely. Definitely. It, it works with 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 the, with the colors that you wear in the summer mm. stuff that I, I can see working. But you know, if it's a shoe that you want to keep and, and wear for for longer, then I don't know if it's gonna work. Yeah, yeah. This is it's it's really just a spring summer shoe. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, it's just a refresh of of what came out before, right? Pretty much. Let's change the salt to analog and let's go from there. <laughs> there you go. It's kind of boring. Next yeah. one will be sugar. Now, see, <laughs> <laughs> you know which one I like? The analog pair. I like the 700 V2. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I like that analog pair. But this, nah, this one, nah, don't need it. But uh, that is essentially it. Did you want to talk about the Sakai? I feel like we touched on the Sakai's last week, but like you said before, we have uh, we finally have a release date. Yeah, and uh, April thirtieth. The waffles are turning out to be a really sought after shoe because oh my gosh, it is. I think the Varsity Blue Del Sol, Varsity Red Black, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're going for obviously retail for one sixty. But, they're going for uh, pre-release over a thousand. Pre-release is over a thousand. Yeah, thousand three hundred. Yeah, some ridiculous. On, yeah, depending on your size as well. So it's mad. It's crazy. Yes, yeah. it doesn't even have that much leather on it. I'm no, like, <laughs> no. And it's it's kind of wild because it's just like God damn. You See, know? that's a that's another one that I think should probably. I mean, I think I know you want. I know you want the uh, the varsity red so much, mm-hmm. but uh, I think. I think this is gonna be similar to your Zoom story, bro. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> the Zoom flies. Yeah, I think it's gonna be similar to your Zoom flies, man. Because as soon as you get them, you put them on, and you're like, "Yeah." Well, see, this this one is made out of material that actually stretches. Okay. The off-white Zoom flies, them bitches stay tight. <laughs> like, stay tight. So like, they, they didn't do it for you, no? No, not the off-white Zoom flies, no. 
no. Once I got him in hand, I was just really disappointed. But this Akai, this Waffle Pair, uh, I'm, I'm going to go for him. We'll see. I doubt it. Really, really doubt it. But we'll see. I mean, the affordable price. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's super affordable, especially for a collaboration. You need, all you need now is to get yourself some uh, some of those little running shorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and go out in New Mexico, you know, showing dumb legs, you know. Hey, bro, I was out. There, I was out there today running. Oh no, shit! Get my get my summer body ready. All know? right, all right. <laughs> Do you, man? <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> Alright, that's cool. Well, that's all good. Well, that's it for shoes. If you have any feedback, you want us to talk about other shoes, you let us know in the comments or And if you want to sponsor this segment, oh yeah. You know, just hit us up. You know, we we are more than happy to take up a sponsor or two. (laughs) I mean uh, yeah. 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 You got anything to add? Well, I was going to say, should we talk about the uh, most sold after shoe that's dropping next week? <laughs> you know what? We'll leave that for next week. We'll leave that for next week. That's the main story for next all week. All right. All good. All good. All right, then. So, uh, what have you been listening to? So, I listened to uh, Anderson Pack. Yes. That shit is fire. You like that more though? Oh, I fucking love it. Ventura, that shit, I love it. I See, love the features. I love it, man. Okay, okay. What you say? I I listened to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I couldn't find the start or end of songs, some songs, because it just flowed into each other, mm-hmm. which was good. In the first listen, I was like, yes, it's amazing. And then I spoke to um, actually I actually got a remember last last time we we were talking about it when it dropped mm-hmm. right I got a message pretty much that the next morning saying mm-hmm. Anderson's dropped it's fire so in my head I was trying to you know think it's fire it's fire but I went back to Oxnard and I think I prefer Oxnard man. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like the features. Mm-hmm. I like the features. Mm-hmm. I definitely like the Andre three thousand feature. Yeah. Uh, the Smokey Robinson works as well. Uh, but I went back to Oxnard today, and I was like, Oxnard ain't too bad. Yeah. 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 I think it's solid body of work, and I, I, um, I was dissing it before, mm-hmm. saying I think it was, uh, you know. Uh, he the Oxnard was a was a throwaway, and uh, the main album was um, Ventura. Ventura, but mm. I think both deserve credit because oh, he yeah. he he went into the studio and said he wanted to make two projects. Yada yada with Dre and got some artists in and they did all that stuff. They there are some session musicians. Sorry, did all mm. the stuff. Did both albums. Brought one out and brought the other. Two different, um, what you call it? Two different alter egos, two different personalities. Yeah. So yeah, now I think it works. It definitely works. You got the funky vibe with um, Ventura. Yeah. 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 I like, and see, I that's like, what I liked. Yeah. I yeah. like that funky. Uh, it is it. It made me feel like okay, yo, the, I, Anderson Pack is back. 
you know? Yeah, okay. yeah I get it. He, I get he it. never left. He never left, but, you know, he's back. Yeah. Um, what are you giving it? What are you rating it? I think, personal, um, personally for me, I'll give it a three. However, mm-hmm. that three is based on, uh, I don't think I've listened to it for myself fully. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like the the album was already decided for me before I even listened to it. Because if if someone hadn't if if I didn't get that message the next day saying album's fire, best album ever, probably best album of the year, then I would have probably been in a different mindset and given given it a proper listen without having the high hopes. Mm, mm. So, so you feel like the high hopes kind of. I think they yeah. So that's why I'm saying I'm gonna give it a bit more time. But mm. at, at this stage, it's a, it's a it's a three and a half out of five. Uh, out of five. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it a four. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a four. Um, like your criticism about all the songs sounding the same. Yeah. They kind of do towards the middle of the album. They start all kind of blending into one another. Yeah. And. I don't know if that's a, a good or a bad thing, but for me, it's just kind of hard to pinpoint, like, you a know. A favorite track. Yeah, because they all yeah. kind of sound similar. That's that's what I thought. It kind of, sorry, sorry to cut you off. It kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of uh, Solange's album. Yes. Because Solange's album is a great album, a great listen to, yeah. but you kind of get lost in, oh, what track am I on? Oh, I'm back to the first track again. Well, see, with Solange's, the only reason why I say Solange's, I, I kind of knew what I was getting myself into going into her album just because she kind of said that this one is just purely just music. There's no, like, real message. I mean, there's, of course, a message. Yeah, yeah, But, you know, her first album was the message. Now this is just the This music. is just, okay. Got it. So, like, with, with Anderson Pack, it... I went into this kind of thinking, wow, this is kind of soon to be releasing another album. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a pretty good body of work by itself. You know, I was just thinking this is probably throwaways from Oxnard. Or, yeah, that's what you we know. thought. Well, that's what we both thought, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm giving it a four out of five. Did you check out, by any chance, Wiz Khalifa's new? No, fly times. I didn't get a chance to check it out. I didn't get a chance to check that out either. No. Um, it released I... on 420. Oh, okay. And uh, I could I couldn't listen to it just because I can't partake partake in the festivities of 420. And that's when I like to you know listen to Wiz and Currency. So okay, okay. But yeah, I'll check it out. I'll check it out within the week. Why couldn't you partake? Were you busy? Were you, well, what's up? Uh, where I'm at, it oh. is you have to have a medical. No medical shit. Medical marijuana card. So I'm, oh. that's in the works. That is in the works. Yeah, medical <laughs> <laughs> But. Okay. I was looking out for a post from you saying, oh, happy 420. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was, I was, uh, just watching other people. Watching other people. That was my pastime for 420. Just watching other people's smoke. It's all good, man. It's all good. Uh, tell you an album that uh, I checked out. Well, 
I checked out briefly. I skimmed through it. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually listen to the whole thing, uh, but my wife listened to it, and uh, she said it is amazing. Uh, Lizo. So Lizo, I think, is a new artist that is signed to Missy Elliott's label, or she's doing a lot of work with Missy Elliott. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good listen. Very uplifting. Uh, from the album, the thing that drew me in was the album cover, because mm-hmm. Lizo is a plus size woman, and she's on there like uh, she's pretty much butt naked. But nice. she's she's covering up as in mm-hmm. you can see her her thigh her arm you can't see it's it's not like you know it's it's like she it's it's a power power album I think it's mm-hmm. a uplift my wife said it's a very uplifting album it's it's good um, yeah so to all y'all ladies uh, check out Lizzo I'll check her out too because I love you that's the name of the album because I love you I think. I want to say I saw saw that on yeah. Apple Music. I think. Yeah. Um, another well, one person that I'm listening to is let's see, Bubba T, Money Mission. If you want something to just like something really just like no lyrics, really just like is it a jazzy album? It's not jazzy. It's definitely like trap. Oh, okay. He's rapping, but like, it's he, there's no lyrical content whatsoever. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 uh, okay. It's it's just a single, but um, it's, it's I've never heard of him, Bubba T. And I definitely think you, I think you, you definitely like him for sure. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I'll check about it. See what happens. <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh, Bubba T, I'll check it out. Uh, what, what, any, any releases this week? Anything else coming out? Oh, we good. I mean, it's pretty mm-hmm. been, it's been pretty dead out there. Pretty quiet. I know, um, Schoolboy Q is probably is about to release something. About to release a joint. There was an album that came out. I mean, we might as well go into the next, go straight into the next. Um, uh, so Beyonce dropped a Homecoming, oh, yeah, yeah, Homecoming, Homecoming album. Netflix documentary um, and, uh, yes and that's basically um, the documentary of her prepping for Coachella 2018 and the performance and the performance yeah. uh, did you watch it I haven't watched it yet I haven't had time to do it but sir um, I, sir. I I I've been listening to watching the, the socials and seeing what they're talking about and yeah, I give her respect. Sir, now, I sat down with my wife, who is a self-proclaimed uh, beehive. Be- beehive. <laughs> She's part of the beehive. And yeah. uh, let me tell you that Beyonce is one of the hardest working um Performers, entertainers. I think she's probably the one of the best performers. I think she's the best. If I'm, if I'm just gonna go out and say it <laughs> because one for I think what was three hours, a three hour performance. Yeah, you couldn't tell that she was tired, fatigued, and not only did she give you a show, 
she gave you a motherfucking show, bro. Like, yeah, nah, that's 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 the vibe I'm getting from everyone who's talking about. It was amazing. It's, it's amazing, amazing. Apparently, it was yeah. amazing. She, I, I kind of knew that she does that because from all her performances, you can tell that you know she does put in a lot of work. But I think the documentary itself just emphasizes. Uh, like how much work she puts in Because it was She did the performance like pretty much Well she started prepping After she'd given birth didn't she Yes and For the most part bro Her workout regimen Her crazy. diet Her diet Her bro. diet When she said her diet I'm just like Yo that takes Some Fucking Fuck the goal of I mean, it. <laughs> like it's just uh, crazy. So, so I had a I had a talk with my wife about that because mm-hmm. we we're talking about the diet. It was it wasn't just me and her. It was it was someone brought it up uh, who'd watched it. Um, uh, my sister in law brought it up, and uh, mm. she 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 watched it. And she was like, "Yeah, while she was preparing, she was only eating apples, apples, my nigga, apples." And um, <laughs> nothing else, no sugar, my, bread. Yeah, yeah, I know. Me. It's crazy. I respect it, right? But and I and I'm grateful that uh, the um, the documentary has has been rated mature content mm. because I think what my wife said at the time was, okay, that's cool and all, but let's hope that the the kids who are growing up don't see that and think, you know, I'm you just gonna survive off of that. Yeah, because, yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's, uh, <laughs> and I think they had to be very careful. That's why I'm saying I'm really glad that they put a mature content on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that, not that it's gonna stop some, some kids watching it, but I know. can see, I can see that, but I just really, it's really hard for me to get my mind around somebody actually doing that <laughs> <laughs> like, i'm just gonna eat fucking apples apples, apples easy bro like not only did she she only ate apples she worked out constantly practiced yeah and was taking care of newborns bro like it blew my goddamn mind <laughs> That somebody had this much discipline to do that, like that is that is crazy. Yeah, but bro, if you're guaranteed a cool full meal at the end of it, you know you'd work your ass off to do that, right? Mm, bro, but I mean, okay, <laughs> there is a there is that I'm guaranteed to get this cool full meal, so I'll just go and do whatever I do. But, but I, I mean, think for, you she think about she was it, fully she was fully invested exactly in that. because she would have got that four million if she just showed up regardless right? yeah yeah she didn't have to put the show the show that probably cost a little bit more than four million to put together you know like the when you look at like just the fine details that like every single person yes. on the stage yeah picked Yes. You know, to be she there. she put in the time to handpick all those people, all the all the whole band, the whole band, all the all the oh man, the the clothing that they wore, she 
meticulously uh, chose the details of the clothes, like just those small details. Like she deserves more than four million. If I'm being honest, nah, but you know, I'm, nah, but you know what? Apparently, so apparently the deal was um, she could have got more, right? Mm-hmm. But I think she went in with the um, request that I'll dumb down my price to mm-hmm. four mil. As long as I can give, uh, as long as I can keep all the uh, material for my performance, and that's what obviously this is that we're getting now, because she she kept all the footage of mm-hmm. her performance, and she owns the rights to that. So yeah. because she owns the rights to that, the they 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 agreed to 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 a lesser lesser fee. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, like, the thing. Well, no, I don't think anybody really knew she was working on a Netflix documentary. Nah, nah. And honestly, when I when I heard about it, I'm like, why would anybody make a documentary on a performance? You know, like a Coachella like a big, performance. Isn't she the first female? Um, first black female black headline female. Coachella. Coachella, which is really big. Oh yeah, <laughs> really big. I didn't and know how big Coachella was, but Coachella is huge. It's fucking huge. It is huge. Like, um, I just this year, I kind of realized it went expanded two weeks. That's crazy. Yeah, and like after watching it, I highly recommend. Even if you're not a Beyonce fan, I highly recommend to watch this documentary. Like, it's. It's very one entertaining, mm. but it's just like this glimpse into the life of the life of a of one of the greatest entertainers to bless this earth. To be honest, a lot of people are saying now. I've seen this debate, and uh, this is the question to the listeners too. I already know what question you're gonna ask. Go, but go. Does this make Beyonce the? greatest entertainer of all time now that was held by Michael Jackson Michael Jackson but you know what do you think she surpassed him I think she surpassed him but I also think that Michael has played a huge part in um, as in paving the way for her because I think the prep that she's seeing is the kind of stuff that Michael used to do yeah yeah, yeah, but probably not down. I mean, I guess she's she's more articulate and she wants things a certain way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can see, I can, because remember when Michael, Michael, um, Michael was working on This Is It show. Mm-hmm. He started like at least a year or a year or two. Yeah, before, yeah. And he was constantly working, uh, working, and working, working. Yeah. So I can I can see that being like. I think I think Michael probably uh, was her example, mm-hmm. and she probably has surpassed him now because obviously she's perfected the little things that that he was doing, the yeah. stuff that he was doing. Yeah, the the the, the small details. Yeah, and stuff. because obviously Michael's the only one who had the outfits as well, who changed mm-hmm. the jackets and do all these things. But I think uh, from what I hear. Uh, on socials or what I'm seeing on socials, it's like everything was seamless. Yeah, 
it's 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 it was. Uh, it's just it's just perfection because the editing like for most people that probably didn't know that like me <laughs> that they didn't know Coachella was two weeks so she headlined Coachella twice that those two weeks and the way the documentary flips between the two footage mm. is so seamless because like I'm sitting there because they wore different colors each yeah. day of yeah. course um they would it was so seamless and they were so in step that they can transition between the days and they look exactly uh, like, like exactly they just the same. like they just changed change the outfit but yeah. they still doing the same thing yeah that's crazy same step same like she stood in the same spot it was seamless bro and i'm just like sitting there mind blown if i was if i was high I'd still be mind blown. <laughs> I still would be sitting there like, what the fuck? Because I had to ask Rihanna, I'm like, yo, what, what is going on? How are they changing outfits so fast? So quickly. And she's like, they're just switching between the two performances. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. That's fucking wild. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Um, another thing that was kind of announced I think it was like before this whole homecoming thing came out yeah is that a, uh, she signed a Beyonce signed the deal with Adidas Adidas yeah that's the thing that we'll talk about earlier, yeah and uh, so far what they said is gonna be an apparel apparel range and some shoes now some leaks have came out of the apparel which is of course Ivy. gonna be Ivy her Ivy Park range Ivy Park range yeah and of course it's going to be a women exclusive nice uh what i'm interested to see i really want to see her shoes mm. i'm really interested to see the shoes because now <clears throat> it's interesting because uh she's part of the adidas umbrella same as kanye kanye is <laughs> yeah so i would really really like to see what she has cooking I really hope she gets her own model the same way uh, Kanye did I hope she doesn't get just like a colorway of like an ultra boost yeah nah I don't you know that. I really hope she you know she gets to design the shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I, really I, I really love to see a collab as well uh, yeah. Kanye Kanye be Beyonce as in a, a Yeezy Ivy Park collab ooh yeah yeah but obviously, we don't know what the relationship is at the moment, so you know, yeah, we can we can only hope. Just yeah. like the uh, Throne Two is coming, <laughs> <laughs> still, still waiting. Well, it is <laughs> still waiting. <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean that was that's pretty much a good segue into the Coachella 2019, I guess. Yeah. So let's. Let, I, so I my mean, my question. On you with Coachella uh, 2019 was yeah. uh, Kanye's performance and this yes. is mainly what we're going to be talking about now I've seen little clips in the, here on Instagram yeah, yeah. when I when I tuned in I instantly got turned off because of that really small peephole yeah so I saw that shit. one and that, that, that shit threw me off yeah I wasn't a fan of that but then I saw another one today uh-huh. uh, that was shot by uh, someone in the crowd. Okay. And it was at a distance. This is mm-hmm. when uh, DMX does a prayer. Okay. And then Kanye uh-huh. starts, uh, Kanye breaks down and uh, cutters, 
and someone else were uh, consoling him. Mm-hmm. And then they get into um, what song was it? But yeah, it's that one. I can't. Remember, I can't remember the song now. Um, I but, just what? Go on. What's your question? My question for you. Yeah. Because I'm not fully religious, and it's it's no. Um, you'd have to be blind to see the resemblance of church, yeah, his Sunday service, yeah, uh, performance. But he did sell merchandise that had like Sunday clothes, Sunday service, and a lot of people felt like it was kind of scummy that he was charging $250 (laughs) (laughs) for like merchandise you know for the performance that kind of kind of uses you know he's kind of profiting off of Jesus's name I guess yeah but go on keep going keep going it's a very interesting question how do you feel about that being you know religious I mean I've heard some some people say this before about um, about the hip hop community or the um, R&B community using or mocking religion in their videos because they said that about Buster and and Make It Clap because Buster was on a no not Make It Clap um, no it was Make It Clap but hey what, what, whatever song it was Mm-hmm. Buster was in a church and he was a preacher and cussing out demons. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said the same thing uh, when Kirk Franklin came out because Kirk Franklin was in touch with the. Um, he went circular when mm-hmm. he started doing his gospel music. Mm-hmm. And that going circular was against, you know, how can you go out there and, and profit and, and make music that sounds like uh, what's out there, like the RB and stuff like that. But you're singing about God And at the end of the day I don't think there's a problem with it But see the Kanye The Kanye, uh, the way I see the Kanye thing working is He's taken the concept of church mm-hmm. And made it uh, a performance mm-hmm. Right So he's got a choir And now and again they'll sing a gospel song Or they'll get bring, bring in a gospel artist But he's just pretty much doing his songs In a churchy version but he's yeah. not he's not mocking anyone and i think people are just hating and there's always going to be uh naysayers who say you know what you're doing is wrong because it's their opinion but at the end of the day he's just performing yeah it's like if if it, it, i i say i could compare it to um uh what's her name grande mm-hmm. you know she's got some songs that sound very hip hoppy Mm. Right Or very trap You know It's like Say Ariana Grande Does a song That has A trappy beat In the background There's some people In the hip hop community Who are gonna say You know You need to stick to pop Well see I'm talking about More or less I'm talking about The uh, The merchandise The merchandise not, I don't I don't see so a problem much. With, I don't see a problem With that though Cause You don't at, Nah Because at mm. the end of the day He didn't He's not saying that you know he is God or anything. Like that he's <laughs> he, he's Kanye West at the end of the day, and he has a brand which is easy, right? Yeah. yeah. So obviously, any merchandise that he's gonna make, 
is going to match the price of the the Yeezy brand because that's the kind of stuff that he does anyway. Mm-hmm. So I don't see a problem with that at all. No. Okay. Well, for me, like I said, I'm not religious, but from the outside looking in, uh, for me personally, I kind of like the merchandise. <laughs> but that's that's the um, thing, though. It's just merch, right? The yeah. Days. Yeah. You know, I think I think honestly, it's just people just being mad. At first, I'm not gonna lie, I was like, oh, it's kind of weird. But then the more you think about it, like it's Sunday service. Like that's what he's calling his performance. Like, yeah. what do you what do you want it to say? <laughs> you know, other than like, I don't know, Yeezy whatever easy 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 easy, easy <laughs> you know um i i think it's weird that he's charging 250 for merchant um coachella merch but at the same time it's kanye so like it, it's not surprising but you know but another way to look at that is there's a whole quiet there right mm-hmm. and they all gonna need to get paid i guess yeah so I guess the merch is not just Kanye, it's Kanye and the quiet. Yeah. So, you know, just think about where that money is going. It's gonna to go to paying those guys. Yeah. Even though they're already just kitted in Yeezy. So, you know, it's not like it makes a, a big difference. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, but, but Yeah, that's what I wonder ask you but for me the uh, performance from what I saw uh, seemed interesting it it really I read an article uh, yeah. that, that was saying that it kind of looked like a, a cult for celebrities and I was like mm, yeah it, it does kind of look like a cult it does <laughs> a in a way bit. Yeah, but like at the same time like I think it's nice to see Ye performing you know, I would really love to see a you know tour. I think <laughs> you know? so. I think he's uh, is in a good place at the moment. And yeah, whatever is going to come next is probably going to sound really good. Uh, I think he's probably doing this for a little while and going around tour. Whether he's going to tour or not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, he's doing this for a while until all the stuff with the. Um, his publishing cases, lawsuits have oh have, yeah, have, yeah. Have, have he is blown. sued, huh? No, no, he sued, didn't he? He sued. Oh yeah, wait, who did he? Yeah, sue? he sued Def Jam. He sued. He, uh, he sued. Um, some of the people, but basically his publishers. He wants. I think he's just suing to get out of his to contract. get out of his contract because yeah. Yeah, his contract says he has to. <laughs> his contract pretty much says that he has to continue making music until he dies. Damn. In a nutshell, basically that's what it is. It says you have to keep performing and Mm. making music until you die. So it's like it's like a slavery clause really because it's like you're owned and bound by your contract. So, And I just think I think Kanye is at this point where it's just like, I don't think music, I think music will always be a focal point, but I think he wants it it to be at a point where it's when he wants to drop it, not necessarily he has to. 
Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I, I get it, and mm-hmm. I, I also think um, maybe when he signed, because I think when when a lot of people uh, heard what the contract was about or what was in the contract, mm-hmm. they were like, "Why would he sign something like that?" But I think at the time, obviously, he was a new artist. He was a new artist, and mm-hmm. his production was bigger than uh, his lyrical content. Yeah. So they were banking on just his production, saying. You will have to make music until you die, and then mm-hmm. obviously he picked up. And we were having quite a serious conversation today about. <laughs> we ain't even laughing or nothing. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I like the merch though. I'm looking at the merch now, and it's yeah, it's actually yeah, really good. I like it. Yeah. I, I just wouldn't pay two fifty for it. No, 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 no. Maybe I'll, I'll speak to my guy, and we'll make our own shit. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Let's get it popping. Yes, yes, yes. But um let's go into the meets, man. Let's go into it. Ooh, okay. So I'm gonna let you, you want, take it. Where do you want to start? So so um was it a Wiley? few weeks? A few yeah. weeks or a month ago. Just so just uh, a few weeks ago, Wiley uh put a tweet out and called Drake uh a culture vulture Yes And uh, Drake Obviously Doesn't respond Most Most of the time To Anything uh, Any accusations But he responded Yeah, time this. To, Yeah time today Yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, But his response Wasn't that great It was like uh, What else you want me to do You know <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, so what's your thoughts, man? Okay, so me personally, so his response is a Drake response. It's not very good. Yeah. But on the case that Drake is a culture vulture, I think it's super easy to give somebody that label. And a good discussion to watch, if you guys care that much is for the record on Genius's um, YouTube channel they had a pretty good discussion but uh, one thing that with culture vulture you know a vulture is the lowest of the low Um, they pick at dead uh, animals you know whatever (laughs) and I think it's very egregious to call Drake a culture vulture uh, not when you have like people like Post Malone, um, Miley Cyrus, Katy Perry, all these people that ventured into hip hop but didn't really give anything back and kind of just disowned it after they did. They saw that they did, weren't getting anything from it. Yeah, uh, those are culture vultures to me. Drake, to me, yes, he does when he goes. He takes people's flow, yes, <laughs> you know. But do I think he's a culture vulture? Not necessarily, just because it's not like he's not adding value to, let's just say, for instance, grime music. As an American, I didn't know grime even existed until Drake collaborated with Skepta. And that's me being honest. But you love I, London, yeah? Yeah. Yes, fam. Yes. 
No, okay, I get it. I get it. But um, I think it's just kind of egregious to call him a straight out culture vulture. Um, but I'm not British. This is where you take it. What's your What's your opinion? So I think that there's a very thin line between that culture vulture thing and um, you know partaking in a particular say culture and 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 giving back for mm-hmm. for Drake's for Drake's sake because mm-hmm. I think for uh, you can look at it at two angles. There is a, a a bit of culture vulturing that that would have probably happened, mm. but you can see that he's showing the support. But is he showing the support to everyone? Yeah, I guess. Does he need to? Yeah, not really, because all he's doing is staying current. Drake is the type of artist who, if he goes away for too long, he's easily forgotten. His music doesn't. Even though it ages really well, as in the albums that it has, mm-hmm. it age really well. I feel like if he goes away for too long, you Dude. can, you you know, he can easily die down. You think so? I kind of think so, man. I don't know, man. That's a uh, that's a slippery slope. No, no, I think his music will live on, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's not like we. I haven't had Drake heard heard a Drake song in a while mm. lately because obviously he's touring. Yeah, I have. I can't say I've missed him that much. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, I, which is which is good, right? Because then give it say a few months, then we'll be saying, oh, you know what? I really uh, want to hear a Drake album. Yeah, which I think I think we will have one coming at, soon. at some point. Yeah, when he, he needs to touring. make a summer banger. Yeah, uh, that's coming soon. Yeah, but I think I also think uh, I think the point I was trying to make was mm-hmm. he's he's in the he's he's the type of person who he he has to stay current, mm-hmm. right? And his way of staying current is he jumps into different styles. So he did the grime thing, yeah, right? and then he comes and goes. He comes to the UK. He goes to these shows. He supports. He jumps on stage when the when the when some of the acts that he likes are, are there, and he 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 does a little performance, and then mm-hmm. he goes away. Uh, is he doing anything for that person? Uh, not really, because all he's done is you know stayed current, right? Mm-hmm. And you know saying that that maybe okay maybe the people the people who go and watch him watch say Fredo. Right, because I think mm. he, the last person he did it for was Fredo. When he was in the UK last, he went to see Fredo uh, at a show while he was waiting for his um, tour to start in the UK. Mm-hmm. And while he was at Fredo's performance, Fredo called him out. He came on stage. He did a, a little thing, and he left. It's good for the fans that were there, yes. Mm-hmm. But has he done anything for Fredo? As in, has he done, you know? Giving him more listeners, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. So we'll I think see. That's, that's where people would, would then, or people like Wally would then be like, "Oh, you're just being a culture vulture because we don't know whether you're doing that thing for yourself or you're doing it for, you know, for 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 the for the culture or for the person who 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 you who you are supposedly supporting." But 
Drake is a big artist. Yeah, and see that that's my point. Like I feel like Drake is a uh, is a massive artist and the thing is he's not going to be able to show every single grime artist love. You, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's uh, it's physically impossible especially when you're that famous and you have to collab also with people in the states in the states. Know? Yeah. And I feel like as this is me as an American um I feel like he put this he had a grime artist on his album you know he got BBK tatted on on him you know yeah, yeah. and I feel like that was like that spotlight for grime now is it on Drake to carry that torch not necessarily I think it's it more or less uh, rides on the shoulders of the grime artist, you know, like Skepta. I feel like Skepta really took that Drake cosign and collab and ran with it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think it's not as so much as Drake has to constantly, you know, pay it forward. It's really on the artist. Like, we can talk about Blockboy JB, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. I think his last album flopped. And that's kind of on him. It's not really on Drake. On Drake. You know, no. like that's Drake gave you a look. Now it's on you to carry that torch that he gave you. That's right. I, Drake is also at that point where he constantly reinventing himself. And to be honest with you, he's probably one of the only artists that I've paid attention to that has changed his style so drastically. Yeah, because it's not like he's not adding value to these different genres that he's he's jumping on. You know, no, he actually is though. He actually is. What? He's adding value. Yeah, he's adding yeah, value. Yeah. Like he's, you know, like um, popcorn. Yeah, you know, like that was a look. You know, like it. I just feel like it's super easy to give a label, and especially when. Is grime and hip hop stem from the same thing? <laughs> you know, like is is really just a, a sub category of hip hop. And if we're giving him, okay, Drake is a culture vulture for hopping on songs with British artists. What about ASAP Rocky? You know, ASAP Rocky is also. You know, making songs with Skepta. He's always in London. You know, all these things. It's it's super easy to label somebody a culture vulture, but when you look at the the nitty gritty of the thing of it, if he's adding value to it, I don't really see where the argument is. He's a vulture. You know. I, see, for me, I think there was a hidden message within that culture vulture thing because. Skepter and Wiley mm-hmm. were beefing. Oh, really? Yes. And obviously, if Skepter and Wiley were beefing, and Drake is friends with Skepter, then uh, then Wiley's gonna say something about Drake. Drake. Right. Yeah. And I mean, to go and call him a culture vulture, I don't think I, that's why I said. It's easy for someone to call him that, but then he is actually giving value to 
to uh to grime and to UK rap because look at Skepta coming up, like mm-hmm. you said, before before Drake. Right? Mm-hmm. You didn't listen to Skepta. No. You'd never have considered listening to Skepta because you know, his UK artist and mm-hmm. that was never in your in your frame of mind to say, okay, UK uh hip hop is a thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? And then you would never listen to gigs. No. Right? No. But you've got people doing the KMT thing, mm-hmm. uh, listening to Skepta over there. But then people uh, like from from the States, for example, start following Skepta because they like his, his, his style. Mm-hmm. His style. And then they'll see, oh, Skepta's collabed with uh, uh, WizKid. Oh, mm-hmm. WizKid did a collab with Drake. Oh, mm-hmm. Drake is also collabed with, with Giggs. Giggs mm-hmm. did a collab with um, another UK artist, say Day, for example, mm-hmm. and then all these people they start listening to maybe one or two songs, yep. and then next thing you know they're listening to an album. The culture is getting bigger and bigger. So I don't think it's really a culture vulture because I mean, if you're gonna call Drake a culture vulture, then you might as well call Kanye the same thing too. Yeah, because yeah. Kanye does the same thing. Look at what um, uh, the, the what he did with designer. Uh, for on um, uh, Life of Pablo, yeah, mm-hmm. Panda, you know, Panda, Panda. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it, like, it, like you said with the Black Boy JB thing, you know, Drake came on, he did a feature, he put him on, and it's down to uh, Black Boy then to to carry that torch and do that thing for himself. But obviously, he just expected that the the feature was gonna mm-hmm. you know was enough. Us was enough to carry the album mm-hmm. that's not the case and it's the same with designer designer was signed he did his thing he did the panda thing that worked out for that track they re-released it as his own mm-hmm. and then you know came back with timmy turner and that was it where is he now you know people just saw him as a as a wannabe uh, Fe- future, uh, future. future future yeah so you know, it's it's it's. I don't I don't think he's a culture vulture personally, but it's easy for someone looking out without mm-hmm. knowing the stuff that he's doing to yeah. say that he is a culture vulture. Yeah. And I mean, if he was such a culture vulture, then why invest all that money into bringing back a UK show? Yes. Top Boy, which is heavily influenced with grind. Yes. And see that that's another thing, like. He's adding value. It's not yeah. just like him just going over there and it's just like, you know, smiling with Conor McGregor because he thinks everybody in the UK loves Conor McGregor. <laughs> you know, I think he genuinely he likes Conor McGregor. I think yeah. he, I think these things are very genuine. You know, because it, he's shedding light on a lot of things. Like, you know, if it is so you could easily call a like going back to ASAP Rocky, right? Yeah. When ASAP Rocky first came out, he was he's a New York rapper. Yep. But he has a Houston sound. Yeah. You know? So there like it, it Snoop Dogg when he did um reggae, Snoop Lion. You know, Snoop like Lion, even though he got kicked out of Jamaica, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it it you have to if you're calling Drake a culture vulture you have to call all these specific instances culture vulturing and I just don't think 
Um, I don't think Drake is, I, and I've kind of turned my tune because I think we actually visited this subject. I want to say when we first started uh, the podcast, yeah. and I kind of said he was, but when you actually look at what he's doing, he's not a vulture. He's no, not just he's picking not. at like a nah. dead genre and not nah, adding nah, anything nah. to it. You know, so and then like. Like I said before, grime stems from hip hop. Hip hop, it has the same upbringing. You know, you're you're rhyming about your lifestyle, which yeah, grime is like what hip hop was back then. You know, they mm-hmm. tell their stories in the streets. Yeah, you know, telling their stories about what's happening in the streets, and it's it's then stem from grime to it's still rap. Yes, you know they they get less and less angrier now, and they <laughs> they they're merging. Uh, well, the 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 genre is uh, what what's the what's the word I'm looking for is um, growing into you know something else is developing into um, a, a, a hip hop you know piece, and they're using the same beats that they use in the trappy beats, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know stuff is starting to sound the same across the board. Across the water, sorry. So, you know, it's yeah. I don't think it's a culture vulture. Nah, I don't think. I think. I think that term was probably used and taken out of context. Well, not really taken out of context, but used because of the beef that was between him and Skepta. Yeah, and see, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I didn't they know fell that. out. They fell out of something. Uh, there was a few tracks that came out where they were, they were chatting stuff. I only found out later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, he he's been bitter uh, about uh, Skepta for some strange reason. So uh, yeah. and see, it all makes sense now, you know. And I think I think because I'm I'm kind of referencing the genius um, discussion that they had. Yes, sir. They didn't really have like a person from the UK on that panel. Mm, mm. So you don't get that insight because as an American, you don't know you don't know those fine details of that, you know, of that the beef. beef, you know, because yeah, that yeah. could have been what it stemmed from. Yeah, yeah. Because what I thought was weird is just like you have this one person that's coming out saying that he's a culture vulture, you know. Like I've heard that I've heard that stem, I've heard that insult thrown around. But I think it's very it's thrown around very loosely. Uh, loosely, you know. So I think we're both on the same page. Where yeah, yeah, he's not a culture vulture. Yeah, nah, he's not really. I, I don't think he is. And um, you know, shouts out to all the people who thought we were Drake haters out here. Nah, Drake is not. He's not a culture vulture. He's actually adding value to um, to to the hip hop scene in the UK and the grime scene and and the Afrobeat scene as well. Because I mean, a lot of Afrobeats hadn't crossed over to stateside no. as well before before Drake jumped on with um uh what's it call it with Wizkid and, and all these people that he's worked with on the side. So you know, he's doing bits for. For, for for most of these genres because it's just music that he likes and he's like well if I like this music and I like listening to it I'm gonna put that in my music get some people on it and then you know we've got something so yeah yeah but yeah so I don't I don't think he's a culture vulture 
So Wiley, um, uh, Wiley, I think you're wrong, mate. <laughs> you are the godfather of grime, yes, but mm, mm. outdated, outdated, outdated view. <laughs> I think so. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. Apart from that, we'll be uh, we'll be back next week. Yes, sir. You know, or hopefully we'll be back next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> You know what? Let us know. Let us know if you guys think uh, Drake is a culture vulture. Yeah. Um, like we said before, we don't we don't necessarily think he is. But I don't think so. I don't think so, bro. Nah, nah, I think it's I'm just not. it's just haters and, and and people saying that. So yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, any shouts out, sir? Uh, I want to give a shout out to Drake for being a culture vulture. <laughs> um, no, I want to give a shout out to the listeners. Of course, every week I give the same shout outs. Um, yeah. Shout out to Rash Pal, you know, yeah. for sharing yeah, yeah. sharing the podcast on Facebook. You know, <laughs> oh, shout out to Rash Pal because uh, since we uh, so there is some merch that we have only two. Uh, pieces of merch that we made <laughs> one for one for Teddy Bomb and one for myself. Yes. But um, if you want some, you let us know. We can get the you know get it down to you. Uh, try and figure out a price because uh, we we haven't decided to sell it yet. But we uh, shout out to Rash Pal because she actually is in the process of uh, getting one made now, and oh, we'll nice. have one, and she'll be showcasing that on her socials. So uh, keep nice. your eye out. Nice. Um, Shouts out to our our embroidered dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, now nah, shouts out to the listeners. I really want to thank the listeners because you guys are loyal. You keep coming back, and uh, thank you. Uh, we we need to do more work, obviously, on the social side. Yes. Uh, but you know, uh, you guys keep coming in, and yeah, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Uh, if you're enjoying the show. Please, please leave you a know rating, a rating yes. on Apple Podcasts wherever you li- wherever you listen to the yes. podcast. Yeah, please leave a rating that will severely help the show out. Uh, leave some words of encouragement, words of you guys need to stop. Just leave us something, you know. You know. You know, you, we need to stop having two serious conversations like we had today. <laughs> well, we are we were on a different vibe today. We were talking to, uh, yeah, from the shoes to Beyonce to yeah, it was a uh, it was a good conversation, man. It was yeah. nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. But yeah, thanks a lot again, guys. And, uh, until next time. Until next time. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> He's back. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. <laughs> Until next time on In Your Feelings Podcast with Sean DJ and Teddy B. All right. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, man. That was nice.